everyone welcome back to another week's episode of the teacher cast i can't believe we're already on to our third episode because i feel like it was only yesterday we started recording the first one i'm actually looking forward to recording them every single week what what about you adam yeah absolutely um it's it's actually been so much fun you know like me and you Haley, we chat on the regular anyway so yeah. i mean bringing it out to the masses it's it's just an extension of us chatting to each other anyway and i think it is fun to kind of have these informal conversations about teaching because like sometimes teaching can be really serious yeah so it's nice to just have these chats to kind of like i kind of see it as like staff room chat vibes that's yeah. very much how i see this podcast yeah, yeah i don't see it as like your croke park meeting i more see it as like you're having your lunch and mm-hmm. you're getting the gossip and the the chats with the teachers you haven't seen all day yeah absolutely And like, again, like it's a safe space. So I suppose I just want to welcome anyone that's coming back to listen to our third episode, but anyone that's been listening to the podcast since it was first established by myself, um, you know, how many, I don't even know when it was first established. Was it 2020? No, it's later than that, maybe 2021. I'll have to go back and check. But um, yeah, like um, we're so happy with how many people have tuned in, like the stats for on like the second day of the first episode, like there was a lot of listeners and it's still grown every day and I know for some people it, they find it hard might maybe to find the time or you know they're, they're still like waiting to listen to it so thanks for joining us if you're just tuning in now and I guess like like Adam said like it's it's really relaxed it's a, an insight into our day-to-day life and the chats and sometimes hopefully now we'll see if we can get some special guests on or even answer some questions that were sent in to us by special guests um so yeah yeah absolutely and like Haley said you know we really appreciate people that are coming back to listening to like the episodes again and like if you are new here I suppose Haley, would we kind of go through the format of yeah definitely. what we're trying to do like we are keeping it relaxed and fairly loose but if we don't have a structure myself and Haley are going to go off the rails <laughs> so <laughs> do you know it, it, it's kind of a chill structure but there's still a structure to it you know yeah like all of our podcasts are starting with this kind of hi how are you at the start you know just yeah. kind of setting the base episodes then... adam episodes not podcasts but i adam kept saying <laughs> oh we'll have a new podcast i, I was like 10 podcasts on the go <laughs> yeah i was like oh no like there's one podcast like people are thinking my yeah, take I like to get that right yeah episodes. <laughs> so we usually start the episodes with this chat and then we kind of talk about our week both in and out of school yeah. just kind of updating each other on what's going on in their lives because we do actually exist outside the classroom believe it or not <laughs> yeah. sometimes maybe we don't um then we usually chat about our topic of the week so so far we've discussed the podcast itself mm-hmm. and we've discussed classroom management briefly um, it's such a large different area. ideas for the topic mm-hmm. and but if you have anything if you're listening and you're like i'd love to hear Haley and adam talk about x feel free to ask us because we're open to lots of suggestions on what we are going to talk about you know definitely definitely so after then we have the topic of the week then we're going to talk about our favorite resource that we found useful that week and we're going to try and be as um specific as we can with that so 
definitely go check out the the subscription or not the subscription what is it called the description of the episodes because we try and link everything that we mentioned there and then also we answer some questions we well I get so many messages Adam I don't know would you would you be getting as many messages every week but the amount of messages I get I just it's like a full-time job in itself so we'll try and answer a few and then we sign off so yeah I guess this week our topic of the week is actually Adam talking about moving schools but also as well we're going to talk about how we restore resources but before that my week in school last week was a busy one Adam oh my god I was exhausted by the end of the week um but things in school are going really well this week coming now actually we have grandparents day coming up so um in my classroom we're actually doing a whole wall dedicated to just grandparents I've actually covered over the literacy banner and I've made my literacy wall into like a grandparents wall where we have like portraits of our grandparents and you know words that remind us of our grandparents and interviews actually over the weekend I sent home a sheet because actually we're recording this on Sunday we're meant to be recording this on a Monday night but anyway and also next weekend I'm actually going away so we might actually have to record next week's episode so we have a routine but we absolutely do not have a routine <laughs> like like every teacher um yeah what was i saying oh yeah so grandparents week yeah so we've them coming in on friday really looking forward to it. i'm a little bit nervous i'm not gonna lie like having so many adults in the room like i don't know like will i have to i'll have to have a discussion with my class like what do they want to do like do they want to you know say any of the poems they've learned or sing some songs like I'm really unsure with what to do but um yeah and then like actually today I went to mini golf over in Dundrum the rainforest adventure it was actually so fun like I love mini golf I don't know if you've ever played mini golf Adam have you oh I love mini golf there's a really fun one in Cork right but I haven't mentioned it yet yeah but uh, I remember you always playing it like on holidays and stuff yeah 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 it's like such a thing that you do when you go away and you never you never like do those things when you're like at home like in Ireland but um I'm trying to think what else I did last week um yeah it was Martin Luther King Day actually we did little I have a dream and we talked about what our dreams would be and we read about Martin Luther King which was nice we got the iPads back out as well we're looking all um we're looking at China I got a lot of um love on the posts I put up with my Chinese willow vases I don't know did you see they were very nice I must say they were very cute like what was great about them is they look like the picture of what they actually look like looks really intricate but I think what was really nice was like it was very doable for the kids, even though it mm. looks like this grand thing. Yeah. It was really nice to see how you made it accessible for all the kids. Yeah, like literally, it, it, I think it's the black paper and then the chalk marker. Those chalk mar- markers are actually from Amazon. I'll link them. But um, my resource of the week in last week's episode was the Chinese willow vases. It was like, I love those ones that you get like little packs and so that children can feel inspired because I feel like sometimes you know with like for example like say with creative writing or like with art sometimes like you have these children that just block themselves off being like I can't do it whereas if you've got those like little guides like I did have one student was like I can't do it but I I gave the idea of why don't you trace like why don't you take the example and trace it you know so at least Mm -hmm. it's still their own yes it's differentiated but it's not me sitting there doing it for them because like I always tell them like they're not all meant to look the same that's not art you know yeah totally like the 
I think it's really important in that situation when children, especially with art, I feel like art is a very contentious topic. I'm so sorry. I'm laughing at you here, Hayley, because you're tangling your hair in your glasses. I'm sorry. I can't I keep have the glasses on my head and I'm trying to, I'm trying to take them off. My hair is wet. <laughs> I literally just had a shower and my hair, do you know, like the nose power, what are they? I don't know what that's called. Like the nose yeah, rest on the glasses. The, the arch, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I know we're not, <laughs> we're trying to keep it together. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but as I was saying, it's great to see that like all children have an access point because, yeah. like, especially with art, I feel like kids that aren't naturally artistic or don't feel they are naturally artistic mm. will shut off from that yeah. kind of thing straight away. So it's really nice to see them all having an access point, even if they are different. Yeah, sorry, I'm jumping from school to like what I did at the weekend, but back to what I did today. I went golfing, and then I went to Nando's, and then I went to the pub to watch. Um... You got Nando's as well. Yeah, for the second time this week. I know it's so bad. Same, honestly, oops. But I haven't <laughs> had it in ages. I haven't had it in so long. But then we were like, let's go watch the end of the Arsenal United match, and Adam was so he's <laughs> there too. <laughs> he was so happy because he's are are you, are you an Arsenal fan? I am indeed. Okay, they, they're them. all coming out from you know. From Sorry, now I've been far there away for so long. The crap season, so I'm not one of those ones that's coming out of the woodwork. Anyone that okay. knows me knows that I have suffered through enough rubbish Arsenal seasons yeah we're finally having a good one at the moment no because I'm seeing Arsenal jerseys everywhere but I am a United supporter true and true you can you can decide to unfollow me or Adam if you don't support those teams but I'm actually half English I don't know if people know that my dad's actually from Manchester so it would be rude did you not know that I well I knew you were I knew you were half English but I didn't know what part of England you're talking about. Yeah, from. Manchester. So it's a nice spot. I've been there <laughs> once before, but it, it was in like secondary school for a school tour, so it's been a while. Yeah, I always say like hence the crazy surname I have, like Myerscope. People are like, Where's oh, that yeah, from? That would that makes a bit more sense. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely not Irish. I was always that I was that one child in primary school that like everyone's name translated into Gwilg and then there was just Hayley Myerscope. It's like and shut. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it was just me and like there were some other girls I went to school with, but like majority of my class, like I want to say, like eighty percent of my class translated into Quail and I was always so jealous of that as well. Yeah. I was so I was always like, why, why can't like I, I actually think if you translate Myrisco, it translates into like Veer Canov, but I don't think that's right at all. And any Gwilgors listening right now are going to be like, Hayley, you are absolutely wrong. But anyway, <laughs> um. Yeah, so that was my weekend. Adam, tell us all about yours. I mean, chaos in a word, but um, so since the last episode of the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I have packed up and moved my entire, well, I haven't moved, thankfully, the moving company did, but we moved from our old school, mm-hmm. which was in a set of prefabs, as I explained previously, yeah. into our new state-of-the-art three-story vibrant colorful new school it is incredible Haley. so the kids were the kids were not off but they were not in school wednesday thursday friday they were doing distance learning Mm -hmm. so we sent them homework to do for those three days because if we took those three days off we would have to make them up 
down the line yeah. so this way the kids were engaging in distance learning so they were still doing work but they were doing it from home while we moved everything into the new school and set up the classroom and whatnot um but it was really nice like the first day on the wednesday we just got tours of the school because the moving company were only starting so there was nothing in there bar yeah. the stuff that we physically brought ourselves which was minimal enough yeah um so we got to see the school. There's a, a state of the art sports hall. We have um all of our classrooms are you know brand new. Um, something that's new for our school is we have what we're calling the Crown Oak, which is our um multi class setting. So our uh classes for children with autism. Okay. Um, with our new building, we're able to open one class in a couple of weeks time for children with autism and hopefully down the line we will be able to um we'll be able to open some more classes because there is facility for three classes for children with autism which is really exciting uh and the kind of area i suppose is called the crown oak because um all of the classes in our school have a different name we're all different trees so i've um, heard of that before actually and i've heard of different like colors as well and letters yeah we've done trees because obviously trees kind of go on a journey from their seeds up to their full growth so for example i'm in junior infants and uh, our tree is the elder tree i can't say i had heard of it to be honest before um and that'll stay with them all the way up all the way up to sixth class yeah so the elder doesn't belong to me it belongs to the kids in my room so elder will follow them um so at the moment we have an alder seed on our door and every year the picture will change as an alder tree would grow so when they get to sixth class they'll have an alder tree as their picture rather than the alder seed yeah it's very cute so that's why we have the crown oak for our um multi-class setting for the children for the classes for children with autism and does your school sorry currently have an, an an autism class um, no, we were waiting. Well, uh, this it's a long process so as far as I can see for the inside. intake, will but, it? Uh, yeah, well, we didn't have one in the previous setting because we didn't feel like the facilities were Work, sufficient yeah. being in prefabs. So, That's so exciting. We, yeah, like we have the facilities in the school for three classes. One is going to open in February and then hopefully the other two will open in September. But that is all down to the NCSE and the CNO and stuff. It's not really down to us. The interest is there from... Yeah. And also hiring SNAs and teachers. Yeah, naturally, because in every class for children with autism, you have two a SNAs. teacher and two SNAs. Yeah. So you have to kind of decide, is that going to come internally? And is yeah. there going to be, you know, where are external appointments? Obviously, there's nothing to do with me. I just see it happen. Mm-hmm. But it looks amazing. The facilities in the new school are amazing. But, you know, moving has been fun, but it's also been really stressful because. I saw your close friend it, story today on Instagram. Tell us more. Yeah, so, well, that was even today. Getting to today was a miracle in itself. Today so is the Sunday. Today... Can I just tell everybody listening? Today is oh, yeah, Sunday. Sunday. Today is Sunday, the 22nd of January. Yeah. Um, This move, moving started last Wednesday, which was the day the last podcast came out. Mm-hmm. The last episode came out. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like um, taking some guy. Sorry, me and Adam are laughing at that because I'm like, yeah, no, Adam. I keep getting not it wrong. Two podcasts, not two podcasts. Not three podcasts. Yeah, episodes. but the, anyway, the moving company naturally can only move so much at a time. And just as luck had it, I was one of the last classes to receive my stuff. Oh, so no. it, it my stuff. So I left the school on Friday at 4 p.m. because I had to go home to Tralee for my car's NCT. It passed. Okay, great. Um, 
because I couldn't get an appointment in Cork. Yeah, so it's a nightmare at the moment. I left at 4 p.m. and there was no boxes, no furniture or anything in my room. Yeah. So I had my my displays backed and that was about it. Mm-hmm. That's good. So then when I arrived in this morning, the stuff was there. And thankfully, the principal and the vice principal had put a few bits out for me because they knew I was going to be under severe pressure. Because today, Sunday, the kids came in for a kind of orientation. So the parents got a tour of the whole school and the kids came with us to see how they would uh, assemble in the sports hall and how they would be brought down to their classroom because that's what's going to happen every single morning now you literally have to set up new routines with infants yeah pretty much because they used to come straight into our class because of the prefab situation that we had so now the whole school assembles in the hall and they come down to um they come down to the classroom with us when we're ready you know the whole class we have to teach like we didn't have stairs in our old school so we have to teach them about holding the banister staying on the left hand side of the corridor being safe being quiet in the corridor or like all these things were not things we had to teach them in the old school because it was one level and what what floor are you what what level are you on so we collect them from the ground floor and we are on the lower ground floor because it's kind of on a slope the school so it's the ground floor isn't the bottom floor if that makes sense right okay um, so there are three levels. You've ground, first floor, which is above, and lower ground, which is below. And we have to go to the lower ground floor. But the yard is on our level. So the only stairs we have to do is going to and from the sports hall. In the morning and, and when yeah. you're going home. Yeah. Okay. Because when, when they're going home, we actually have doors that uh, go out the back of our classroom onto the yard. So the that's where they'll go to yard and that's where they get collected in the evening as well. Okay. So, which is very handy. So much to think about that, like like this is the stuff like this is why we're we have this podcast is because we want to talk about these things that like all these things that take up your brain capacity that don't, you don't get taught like or trained in you know like yeah. all these things you have to think about oh yeah honestly it's been really it, it has been really stressful i'm not gonna lie i've been up to 90 but you know i'm starting to calm down now a little bit thankfully because things are in motion you know my my classroom is functional now is the word i'm using it's not like as perfect it's not instagram ready shall we say so like what's your plan tomorrow then like what so the kids are going to come in yeah so last last week usually we plan a week ahead the infant the junior infant team will sit down and make our plan for the following week because we tend to mirror what we the three of us do because there's three junior infant classes um so what we did last week is we just planned for monday because for most of last week we didn't have any resources so we have a general plan for tomorrow and then we're going to sit down tomorrow to plan out the rest of the week but we're going to try and make tomorrow as normal as possible so our usual daily schedule will kind of go to plan because we have most of the stuff now but we're just going to be a bit so it'll be we'll use the books because we have the books we won't go crazy on the like mad resources because most of them are still in boxes because there's only so much you can unpack in a day yeah. Like I spent seven hours in school today on a Sunday, do you know? Yeah. And I'm still not finished. <laughs> so um, does your school go all the way up to sixth class? It does indeed, yeah. So um the new building is equipped for three streams, so three juniors all the way to three six. Okay. We're not at that capacity yet. Right. Um, but we will be in four years, five years. Okay. So, so we're, so you know, fun. it's built for expansion and it'll, and it has three classes for children with autism as well. That's amazing. But it will do. Oh my God. I'd say you're so, so excited for tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, I am really excited. I think it's just been, it's been a crazy process of like, 
you know, moving and stuff. But I think once it comes to fruition, I'd be so happy. Like, I love my room. It's a, like, my room is blue. It's just a beautiful blue color. And like, I've been setting up the displays and stuff and trying to do color schemes and things. It's just been really, that kind of stuff has been really exciting. The stuff that's been in my control. But it's just been getting used to the fact that like, not everything is going to be in your control and you kind of just have to get over it. (laughs) Yeah, totally. But like, I feel like I was the same though, like say in September, like moving into my classroom for the first time, like into a, you know, a completely new setting and everything. Like it is a lot to take in, but I feel like it does take you like six Mm -hmm. to eight weeks to really find your feet. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the one thing that has been my saving grace today, as I set up a lot of my stuff, was like taking the time to pack effectively and like store my resources effectively. And I think that's what people would probably take away from this more so because not everyone moves school as a teacher, like Mm. especially in the middle of a school year. It's it's not really the given thing. Um, No, obviously it wasn't their choice. It's based on when the, the building was finished. But, you know, the fact that I was packing effectively I, in my opinion anyway you know packing by subject area and labeling yeah. the boxes and things like that so where possible easier. there was a few miscellaneous bits and bobs boxes <laughs> as I called them by yeah. the end of it but for the most part I was packing by subject area or by theme depending like all of our after stuff was in different boxes based on the theme yeah. and now I have those boxes ready to go for when we do that theme and I think packing effectively will definitely save me hours of probably tears later on yeah no that's really good and like do you have like your laptop and all that set up with the whiteboard yeah I do thankfully because a a different company moved the whiteboards and the the screens and stuff because it was techie bits the people who do the tech stuff moved the tech stuff I suppose alien to me but anyway uh, it's all set up ready to go um I have my resources ready for tomorrow um, which is really good and I have the stuff unpacked that I need there's yeah. still plenty to unpack but you know I have enough to get me by yeah actually I don't know if you saw during the week I was actually sorting out my resources like I still have to go through some stuff up in the attic where I have like my desk and stuff I have folders up there did you see my friend came over to help me she was, I saw that that was yeah, so cute I think um I think trying to set systems in place that work for you um you know is really important and like I, I, I don't know like for me I like to know where everything is you know in a kind of way and like I've had people I have people message me like different ways that they are doing it like some people have you know folders per like year group and then they have the folders that they would use for every year but what I've done because I'm I'm in a senior school like some stuff I use in fourth I'll use in sixth do you know what I mean like I'm if I'm teaching narrative writing in fourth class it's going to be very similar like I'll just expect more writing and more description say mm-hmm. in sixth class but like the, for the most part the resources are the same so I'm actually just doing it by subject at the moment um mm-hmm. but yeah like my friend uh Megan she was so kind to come over and help me she was like my back is broken and I actually put up a questions box then through the week and I was like can I help anyone with anything and she wrote in the box she was like yeah can you fix my back <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a labor enough to be fair yeah like the amount of like laminating and cutting and stuff that was being done over the last couple of days like I was very lucky that I had uh, a student teacher with me on placement that was able to help me get a lot done uh, while I was stressing and spiraling so thankfully they were there to help me out and then I spent most of the weekend cutting the rest of the stuff out because I had a lot of the subject headers already but because I was trying out a new color scheme in the room I wanted the things to match and OCD and blah 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 (laughs) I can um, relate because my room is blue (laughs) 
my backing paper is light blue. Oh, so fab. I wanted the writing to be blue, like a, a royal blue. It sounds I kind of like, wanted this duochrome kind of vibe. It sounds like the Dublin colours, isn't it? Unfortunately, yeah. For sure. <laughs> I love it. Adam, your favourite resource then that you've used in a week, I know, like you've said, like, oh, you've had loads of stuff packed away, but is there anything that comes to yeah. mind, like specifically? Um, I think what I love using and I like I start the day with this and I end the day with this is there's a YouTube channel and it's called The Singing Walrus. I know. Um, is that the one that goes, oh, ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the one um, I use it for everything in infants. We have a hello song. We have a goodbye song at the end of the day. Oh, I haven't there's heard one those ones. I know the one where it's like, um, uh, no wait what is it January February, February March, March April May <laughs> we do that we do they have days of the week months of the year I think I go elsewhere for seasons but um oh my god we'll link they, them we all in the caption song. they're the best yeah hello song we have the goodbye song in the evening there's a tidy up song at the end of Aster okay. like you need a song the singing walrus probably has one for you like the kids even know like if they're playing away all I have to do is put on the cleanup song and they just hear <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's time to clean up, let's go. I don't have to rattle any jars or marbles or uh, instruments or whatever. They just hear the singing walrus go going off and they're like, oh, we know what that means. I love um, it. No, that so was... I love the singing walrus because it just, um, it's just a one-stop shop for yeah. everything. And YouTube, so it's very handy. Like obviously you've ads and stuff on YouTube, but you know because it's a child-centered channel, generally the ads are pretty much okay. yeah, and they're like Smiths um, or something. And if you're organised, you'll have skipped them already anyway. So yeah, or those ones. He's like, hey, something pets or something like that. I don't know what it is. You know oh that one? yeah, it's one of those maths things or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, actually, but Haley, what would be? Uh, is there any resource yeah. you've been using lately? Yeah. So I've been teaching time for the last week, and I actually. Oh, I haven't even touched on this, but I forgot to tell you, I had a Druid inspection, well, inspection, oh. my Druid PST watched me during the week and Adam, like, oh, it couldn't have yeah. gone better. Like, it was so good. Like, you pick an area to focus on, so I picked um, differentiation, but for a specific table group because I okay. feel like I was just like, I needed some advice on that. Um, but like her feedback was so nice like she just Amazing. was so happy with me and I was so happy with her and I was just like oh my god this is daddy but anyway that's great like that's the key to Druid though like to, to very briefly touch on it like yeah. it's not about like it's not really about impressing your PST that no. much it's actually about gaining as much knowledge as you can from it yeah like I was like I was just voicing a concern and like sometimes like, I've asked other you know people that I'm working with and sometimes they're like sometimes people don't know and then but like if people then observe they can see it from another side but uh, yeah yeah like the students that we were focusing on and differentiation and stuff they all performed really well in the lesson so I was Amazing. like please come and watch me teach again yeah. you know because we all yeah. have our good days Dreyhead and bad is, days like, Dreyhead is so fascinating I like I think we, we could definitely do uh, an episode on Dreyhead generally like yeah. we, we both like I know you're in the middle of it at the moment I've done it kind of not really um, I've officially done it on paper as you know like, but, yeah we went uh, to lockdown my way through it. I remember yeah lockdowns and stuff but it's so interesting like it's definitely something I'm really interested in yes like I'd love to be a Druid mentor yes I've looked into it already too. to get the training like it says ideally you should have five years experience like this is year four for me but it says ideally so I'm like that doesn't sound very binding to me yeah so, no no I'm gonna push the envelope if I can yeah so like I was focusing on uh, time converting uh, analog to digital time and then digital time to analog and then like just like questions like if the hand you know if 
so say it's quarter past four what's it what's the time 50 minutes after that and then they'd have to write the digital time on their whiteboard then I got them with analog clocks showing the time and then writing the digital time them working in pairs and then they did, did some individual tasks but um one resource that I love that's been working really well for teaching time is the maths learning center clock and i'll link it in the description of this episode um but you probably saw it in one of my little day in the life things i'm obsessed with doing them i was about to say i thought i saw you share this and what i love about it i remember was it on instagram or tiktok or wherever i could yes probably on both i um i love love the clock because you can actually put geared hands on it so when you're moving the hours it also is moving the minutes and it it shows it like a gear and also you can label the hands as minutes and hours and you can also like there's so many different functions on it like you can split it into a pie chart as well and you know show how like it's not a pie yeah like a pie chart like show like how yeah. it's like divided into say half and then quarters Ooh, so yeah, yeah i really like it i'm really into it that sounds brilliant and it sounds again like we were saying earlier about the differentiation and like the access points it sounds like there's a lot of range of like difficulty in the sense of like if you had a very high achieving class or like a high achieving group you could really test them with that resource or like if you had a group that was just struggling with time because time is hard it is you either get it or you don't it's like a light bulb moment but i was like to my kids i was like this is a life skill this isn't like knowing long multiplication forget that for a minute (laughs) time you need to know the time because you need to be punctual you need to have good time management skills i was literally like this is why you need to know time but um adam let's let's dive into some questions here i'm gonna start you off on a hard one so oh great do you have any suggestions on how to teach the stone age to third and fourth class i don't know how to make it fun and engaging for the students any advice will be much appreciated like mm, obviously you know this age group better than I do Hayley so I'm just kind of spitballing here but um I think um I think integrating other subject areas like I assume it's history based Mm. generally this area because it's stone age like incorporating for me I love especially with the older classes I love incorporating drama into my lessons like I don't come from a drama background but when I was in Mary I was one of the subject areas I actually really fell in love with which was mad because I that's drama is not my subject area of of, like skill set or whatever but I just think it's a really good subject to integrate in because it's a hard subject to do on its own Mm -hmm. like as a standalone lesson I know on teaching practice you're going to have to do standalone lessons but drama is a really good methodology as well you know doing things like tableaus like still imagery and stuff Mm -hmm. or doing like a conscience alley like what do you think like have one of the kids you kind of make like an arch kind of thing over the person yeah and the, you walk through what does this person think if he's in the stone age what is he thinking about xyz mm. you know kind of judging it up a bit yeah like for me how i would approach this i would do a few different things i would go on to all the books all the history books that you can get a hold of on either Folins or CJ Fallon of history books and see if they've got a chapter on the Stone Age. I would always go to the question section at the end and see if they've got any ways where you can act as a historian. That's what they want to see on teaching practice that the students are actively acting like a historian. Like I feel like I'm so I'm like a little I don't know, like a little lecturer here or something right now. That, when you're on the other side, it's yeah. easy to figure these things. I feel like yeah and I feel like because I'm straight out of college and I'm still in that placement mindset I really am and I really feel like it stuck to me um however as well I would always make sure that the students know where the stone age is placed on a chronological timeline 
they'll want to see that on teaching practice mm -hmm. i also would look up things on pinterest i'd be looking up uh, the stone age and i wouldn't be putting in fourth class i'd put in stone age ideas students or fourth grade use american language because pinterest yeah. is really really strong in america um mm -hmm. and after that like yeah i feel like pinterest is your best friend mm -hmm. check the books look in the books get students um reading the chapter in pairs to each other and then read it as a class and write down facts that they found your kwl um and use your kwl as, well. yeah your kwl as part of your display because that will show that their their learning has progressed and what they know mm -hmm. what they'd like to know and what Absolutely. they've learned um here's another question i think as well, sorry i just oh, sorry. my last one on that just it's like it, like any good lesson having a good stimulus is a great thing and i think showing something funny like the Flintstones is a nice way to like yes. take the seriousness away. Like obviously it's important to teach history and history is very important and very serious, but it's kids at the end of the day. You want we to make to it get, fun. Yeah, obviously this here. generation might not be as clued into the Flintstones as we probably were, but they might be aware of it. And even if they aren't, it's a funny cartoon about the Stone it Age. I mean, their engagement. Yeah, they get it's just engaged. It's something to get them interested because that's what you want initially anyway. Totally. Hi Haley, sorry to bother you as you are preparing for tomorrow. I wish I was preparing for tomorrow. Well, actually, do you know what? I'm kind of prepared. I was planning yesterday. I was just called to sub six class. It's my first time subbing six class, and the senior class is trying to look at resources on Twinkle, but didn't know what was suitable for them. Mm, that's mm, that's very overarching, I suppose. Um, like with subbing it really depends how far in advance you're getting called. Like if you're getting called a couple of days in advance, you know, the stuff is probably going to get left for you mm. because it's a planned absence. Yeah. Whereas if you're getting called the night before or the morning of like, it's obviously a last minute.com sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but like with something, I don't feel like reinventing the wheel is necessary. No, I would always say, make sure they get their mental maths done. Yeah, next page in the book. Maths. You don't have to be that flowery about no. it, honestly. And there's always one in the class that will tell you what to do. Absolutely. There's going to be the ones that are like making, you know, giving grief like, but there's always going to be one that's like, this is the page we're on. This is the page we're, do you know what I mean? And like, even if they won't play ball with you, it'll be easy enough to like look at their book and be like, okay, this is the last page you did. Therefore, let's go on to the next page. Do you know? Yeah. Like having obviously having a few creative lessons for the afternoon in your back pocket is no harm, but you know when when it comes to the know, core subjects, next page in the book, there's not no, there's no problem with it. Do you know what I feel like we need to do a whole episode on on that because I feel like Stopping, I do yeah. have a lot to I'll say. Have to put on out that. my subbing guide from yeah. I I feel like there's a lot we could talk about because subbing a junior infants class is totally different to subbing a senior a sixth class who yeah mean, sixth definitely because we you might have Christmas, a bit... we had to create a if we're out sort of document, do you know, right, so I yeah. could definitely talk through that to, you know, this is what I'm leaving. If yeah. I'm, uh, do you know, this is what I'm leaving if I'm out. So just, it'd be nice for maybe subs to see, you know, what's, what's happening on the other side. Yeah. Here's a great question for you, Adam. Sorry. I have all the questions cause I get about a million and I put up that one during the week where I put, what can I help you with? <laughs> my friend was like, can you fix my back? Um, <laughs> fire station infants art ideas, please. I did the fire station. I can answer this question. Okay, go on. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> we did the fire station. So, firstly, if you go onto my Instagram, I have a post about what stations I did for Astra for the fire station. We'll link it. Was it. In... We will link it. Yeah, we'll link it. I think it was the month of November, maybe. Anyway, mm -hmm. I'll we'll link it. 
So for art, so we do art within the Ashter as one of the stations rather than as yes. a standalone lesson, but this that's works what, for both. Yeah, that's what I do. But then people are like, oh, my college or my school, don't let me do that. But Yeah, that's fair enough. Colleges can be a bit pernickety, so I, I totally get that. Yes. But this is, I'm just, for context. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to think. There was obviously a few of them, but one that sticks out straight away at me is what we did is we had an A3 sheet of paper mm -hmm. with the hose printed onto the corner of um the page okay i'm like liking the idea of this yeah okay then um what the kids did was first they did a hand a blue handprint on the top on the at the nozzle of the hose to signify water fab and then they did handprints of like yellow orange and red around it to signify the fire okay and because because it was a3 it took them a while because they have small hands so it takes up a bit of time which is great and yeah. It, it was just so and they could do two hands at a time they could do like they could do orange and yellow like some of them had really like intricate you could see their handprints everywhere and some folk did like this blurred smudge of fiery flames and it was class but you know i so wouldn't do that as a whole class with other hands covered in paint oh god no you, no god no i would do this <laughs> as um i did this like with max five kids because mm -hmm. it was within the astro stations but it, it's definitely something you could do like if there was one color, if you were doing it as a whole class and you were stuck doing it that way, if it was one color at a time. So, OK, like we'll say, OK, the green station, you have blue. You need to get your blue done before the timer is up. And then I'm going to give you the next color. If you're not done, that's your problem. I've done that before with stations. Um, I did it if when I was doing that. the Easter art. I had them at different stations and moving from station to station or something. It was something like that. But yeah, station for a different color art in um in infants in any infant classroom is really good but Adam I think we're going to leave it there yeah and like I say if you want more fire station stuff we'll link that Um, we will link that post and just that person can DM me because I'll probably have more information that I can source from Skew fabulous so Adam if you want to sign us off there I just yeah. want to thank everyone first of all for tuning in yeah. again yeah thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast <laughs> Um, if you enjoyed this podcast, please rate this us episode. five stars on if, Haley, sack it off. Uh, <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it five stars on Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on. Yeah, it means so sure much to, to us. It means so yeah, much. it genuinely does. It helps us reach more people as well, which is very important. Um, to keep up to date with what's coming with the next episode of the podcast or what's just happening in our teaching lives be sure to follow me i am at mr underscore Muntor underscore Haley is at the teacher student and the podcast page is at the teacher cast so i hope you'll join us again next week for the next uh episode and on that note slong a fall slong